everybody. Welcome to the Lori and Julia Book Club. We are being joined right now. Um, Darla Gar- Garvey, who lives right here in the Twin Cities, it is her first book, and it's a personal book because it's her a memoir. It's called Muddy Thursday. Darla, thanks for being with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. So, Darla, um, I read your book on uh, Thanksgiving, like a beach vacation with the family. So I was able to read your book in one day. And, you know, you had just like you and you also had some good friends lobbying for you to be part of the Lori and Julia book club. But we were like, well, we want, I wanted to read it and see, you know, will we be able to have something to talk about? And my gosh, laying in my lawn chair under my palapa, laughing, crying, laughing. I mean, I just loved your story so much. Oh, and that's so nice to hear. I, I mean, appreciate that. It really, I was like, first of all, I think one of the things, you know, and I'll have you give a setup of the book, but I felt very much like I, um, you know, grew up, you know, was a teenager, you know, in the 70s and wild in college in the 80s. You know what I mean? We had uh, some similarities. And um, and so I felt real connected to you as the storyteller. But um, give People like, first of all, why did you call the book Muddy Thursday? Or are we jumping ahead by saying that first? Well, that I'll just say it, this book's been simmering on the back burner for a long time. Um, it's been 20 years since my son, Ray Garvey, passed away unexpectedly, sorry, unexpectedly at the age of 12. And so the publication of Muddy Thursday to me is actually right on time. Because some of that deeper meaning, including the title of the book, hadn't really presented itself to me yet. Mm -hmm. And if I had tried to put this out any earlier, a lot of what made it into the book hadn't happened yet. And it's almost like I needed to be further away in order to see up close, if that makes any sense. It it does, Um, because reading, reading your memoir, and I think one of the things that makes a memoir really good and really powerful is when the reader almost you it it feels real but it feels like fiction at the same time because you really um really are a a beautiful writer oh that's that's really um comforting to know especially since it's my first time putting Mm -hmm. anything out there so you just never know when you're a beginner mm-hmm. how it's going to land. And I love that it, in your acknowledgments, you thank to Don Boxmeyer for being the first to call me a writer because, um, you know, longtime columnist for the Pioneer Press. How how did that happen? Well, Don actually did a story, uh, like a um, human interest story on my son after he passed away. So that was my first connection with him and then I was I took a couple classes at the loft uh, literary center Mm -hmm. when I kind of thought maybe this could turn into a book and then I sent him a portion of my manuscript and just got the most wonderful feedback and encouragement and unfortunately he's not here to see this materialize and and I wish he had because he was so um 
positive and hopeful that I would get published. Yeah, it's it's really, I'm glad he encouraged you because, and then, you know, Ray, so, um, you know, just give people a little setup of where the story begins. Yeah, so um, my son was feisty and stubborn and mischievous, and I actually love that spunky side of him. And he was also very kind and thoughtful. He was a good friend, always looking out for the underdog. And he had a knack for bringing people together with his positive attitude and his sense of humor, and which was pretty remarkable given that behind the scenes, him and his younger sister, Martha, were both fighting a life-threatening disease. They were both diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. Honestly, Darla, I really did not really understand cystic fibrosis either until I read your book. I have to say you're giving a lot of awareness to CF. And that was really important to me because it's not well known, or if it is, it's oftentimes misunderstood Mm -hmm. because CF only affects about 30,000 people in the United States. I didn't even know what it was when Ray was diagnosed. Um, You know, it was like a you know, bomb was dropped on me. Mm -hmm. I I had no idea what it entailed. And we were in for a rude awakening. Um, It's it's kind of a complicated illness, but in a nutshell, I'll just focus on two of the primary problems that happen with CF. It's hereditary. There's a defective gene that Mm -hmm. creates thicker and stickier than normal mucus. Mm -hmm. And that can wreak havoc on the body in a number of ways. But in the digestive system, it blocks the release of enzymes that we need to, to break down our food. And so malnutrition is often a sign of an indicator mm-hmm. um, that leads to a diagnosis. But more concerning is that thick, sticky mucus begins to clog the airways. So it creates a nice little breeding ground for bacteria to grow, which leads to lung infections, which leads to scarring of the airways and eventually lung damage. Right. So my husband, Rusty, and I took turns literally pounding the snot out of our children. <laughs> and and we, how old was Ray? In, how old was Ray when I'm, you guys found out? He was a year and a half. Mm. And I kept telling his pediatrician, something is wrong. I feed this kid constantly. And I'm constantly changing diapers. It was like everything was going through him. Mm-hmm. And his doctor just kept kind of downplaying everything. He'll be okay. Some kids start out small. He'll grow. And when he was about a year and a half, I brought him in and he said, you know what? He's fallen off the growth chart. I think something is wrong. I'm going to test him. It was called a sweat test. I'm going to do a sweat test or schedule one and see if he has cystic fibrosis. And I said, well, I don't know that I've heard of that. I go, what is cystic fibrosis? He goes, let's not worry about it now. We'll schedule the sweat test and we'll rule out the worst. And he scurried out of the room. He didn't (laughs) explain anything. I didn't have a chance to ask. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there thinking, what is CF if it's the worst? And what the hell is a sweat test? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I didn't know anything. So that's how uncommon. I had to go to the library. It was pre-internet and read a medical journal and find out. My son's fate, which things are way better now than it was Mm -hmm. in 1990. But at that time, the life expectancy was, I was told, late teens, early 20s at Mm -hmm. best. Yeah. 
And and you do. You share the story of your son and you share your story and the story of your love story between you and your husband, you know, Rusty. And I just I was just really, really moved by how you shared the story of your family and neighbors. And I really felt like I knew Ray and I really, really was heartbroken when he died. Yeah, it was, um, it's shocking. And I, I'm thinking maybe it's best to let the reader discover yes. for themselves yes, what I happened think so. to Ray. Mm-hmm. But I do want to let anyone know who, if you have listeners that are CF families, Ray lived with CF, but he didn't die from it. We That's were right. blindsided mm-hmm. by something else that mm-hmm. took his life. So this it was pretty shocking and um, really heartbreaking for Martha to lose the, you know, her only sibling, her definitely partner in crime, mm-hmm. but he was the only other person she knew that had CF because it's just not common. And so he championed for her. They they did their treatments, the respiratory treatments together. And I think one of the saddest images I have is after he died, watching Martha doing her best treatments without him. Mm-hmm. And I just remember looking at her thinking, you've got a fight ahead of you and you're going to have to do it without your sidekick. And she has not let herself down or us down. She's a fighter. Yeah. Um, she's been hospitalized more times than I can count with lung infections and through it all, just like her brother, super good act, um, attitude, wonderful sense of humor. And I think that's one thing I'm most proud of both of them was they didn't, you know, they refused to be identified by CF. Right. They just rose above it, and that was the remarkable thing. And I think of how many people complain about things far less severe. <laughs> yeah. And so it was always amazing to me how they lived their life. And some of the reviews I'm getting and feedback are are just that, that this book is a reminder to embrace life the way that Ray did and the way that Martha continues to do Um and that that takeaway is really important to me. Yeah, it is inspirational in that way. And I was in awe at your honesty about, you know, what I always think is the, sometimes the hardest thing in the world. To talk about your feelings, you know, really, really, really deep and deep and truly. And so as a memoirist, you know, you've really done that. And I, people are interested and I think it would be a great You'd be great to have for a book club, and because I don't know, I feel like we we, we talk. We, no one ever wants to talk about death or dying or grief or any of that stuff. It's really something we'll do everything to avoid talking about, but yet it's the, our one common thing that we all have together. Right, right, and I think you know one another reason it took so long to write it is it's really hard to for me to go back mm-hmm. and you know, write about the most traumatic moments of my life and the most heartbreaking. But I knew at some point I had to try to do that with more intensity. Well, Darla, you did it. You did it. I mean, really and truly (laughs) crying and laughing with you. I couldn't. uh, I, I had to write about the heartache and the pain and all the challenges in order to write about the overcoming of it. Mm -hmm. So that was a challenge. And um, I feel like it came together. Oh, it did. It did. Now, if people, to get your book, um, of course, they can go to uh, their independent bookstore and they could order Monday, Thursday. Your website is Darla Garvey, G-A-R-V-E-Y dot com, correct? 
Correct. And I'm on Instagram at Muddy Thursday. Muddy Thursday? Okay, that's cute. I like that. Yeah, and I've done some book clubs and grief support group, you know, speaking, which is kind of surprising because I never sought out support like that myself. And I'm finding that through telling my story, there's, there's some power in storytelling and it can bring about change and it can enlighten and stories make us feel and think and and they can inspire. Yeah, so, I don't know. A lot who, of good. Yeah, I don't know who said it. Stories are the things we tell ourselves to, so we can keep going. There you go. <laughs> so I did not. That's not my original quote, but I, I just read that <laughs> somewhere, and I thought that is really the truth, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can connect and um, with other people that have shared something similar, or people that haven't shared anything like it, and they want to. They're enlightened by it because mm-hmm. they're discovering something they didn't know. Um, so that, that's been one of the big benefits. And, and it was kind of scary to, to not know how this would be received. And yeah. so it's just been wonderful for me. Well, Darla, you really congratulations on, on writing your book. And thank you for sharing it with everyone. I really recommend it. It's Muddy Thursday, a memoir. DarlaGarvey.com. Say hi to your handsome husband, uh, Rusty, for me. I, I picture I him. He looks like, I think, my high school hockey boyfriend, Darla. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope Athletic. we get to see you in, in, in person, you know, maybe next year at the fair or at one of our other things. But I'm glad that you wrote to us and, uh, you know, suggested your book for a book club and... Um, just it was a just a real delight to to get to know you and and your family and most especially Ray. Oh, thank you so much. And it, it would have been nice to see you in person to put a face to the name, but I will. I'll find you at the fair. Oh, and look for us on a billboard soon. I'm sure, darling. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and darling, this is going to replay, okay, in the next hour and probably over the weekend. So just FYI. Okay. All, All right. right. Good to know. Okay, Darla. Thank you Take so care. much. Yep. Bye bye. The book is uh, Muddy All Thursday. Right. Uh, we'll be right back.